0: Alright, welcome to The Nudge. We take things one step at a time, mix by mix, track by track, decibel by decibel. I am your host, Mark Papers, Senior Engineer at MPE, Mobile Production Engineers. Call or text 888-90-MPE-NOW to get started. We got you with the sauce. Podcast mixing, music mixing, mastering, vocal tuning, beat mixing, plus much more. Today, we're going to be looking at the mid-range of the dynamic frequency, how the mid-range carries most songs, and so on. I have some examples for you of audio clips being affected in the mid-range, just like in the previous episode, so we'll get to that later. Uh, some say that the magic is in the mid-range. Uh, learning about each frequency will help you get more familiar with each part of the song and what areas you, sh- you should pay attention to the most. Okay. So I'm gonna teach you today about the mid-range and how to EQ it. Just like stated in other episodes, EQ helps us balance the frequency range. It helps us with fine level adjustments. Faders really only affect the gain, the dB levels. EQ is for separation and for definition. um, And it's based on making the overall mix clean. And it should go wrong with your overall mix plan. For example, if you want a a really um, heavy and dark sounding song, you're going to want to mix it and make sure it sounds like that. If you want to clean and open sound the song, you want to make sure that it's clean and has a lot of space so the mid-range frequency sits at about um, 250k to 2k that's the low um, mid frequencies Um, higher mid frequencies sit around 2k to 6k Um, so the lower mid frequencies is where you get that boom or mud and then the uh, higher mid frequencies is where it gets harsh or sibilant so that's where you want to pay attention to them Most engineers have different numbers on where the mid-range actually sits, but for most of us, mainly it's from 400 hertz to 4K. Um, That's normally where the mid-range is gonna sit, whether it's for a vocal or an instrument. Adding mid-range EQ can add a lot of presence to any vocal in any mix. Um, I'm gonna have the example played for you here in a second. Uh, And I boosted the mid-range a good amount, just so you can hear it, over 10 dB, just so we can hear how it adds presence to the mix. Uh, Because that is definitely the soul of the song when you have um, that type of EQ going on. So, um, Not having proper EQ in the mid-range will make your song sound very amateur, like it's missing something, like it's hollowed out. Using a nice EQ with visualization, you can see the spectrum, like the fab filter series. That's a great one to kind of see exactly where you're cutting. But as we discussed, removing room resonances with the high pass filter is a great way to make sure that you're cutting through the mix and adding vocal clarity. So um, we're going to get a chance to play those samples now um, so you can take a listen to see how those sound. So. Let's take a look. I bring the whips out, shorty know we dispout. Cause when she get on top of me, she never wanna dismount. I never decrease, feeling like I'm big meat. She got that sweet peach, looking like a ass bleach. Top five president never could get impeached. <sighs> on that last section, you were able to hear the track. No effects on there. Just so you can hear the style of the song, um, but then the last section I mentioned there's different ways to use EQs, and one of the ways to use an EQ is to change the the sound of your sample, so it's not. You can use it to cut and to boost, but you can also change how it sounds. So um, in this example, mid-range is something that you may not want to tweak unless there's something really wrong with that mid-range frequency. For example, if there's really hollow or if it sounds like it's just too much punch, you want to remove some of it but so in this case I'm gonna show you example it has the sample um, and the mid range is boosted um, so it shows that it changed it and gave it a little bit of a phone of a f- phone effect so you're gonna hear how that sounds check I this out shorty know with this spout cause when she get on top of me she never wanna dismount I never decrease feeling like I'm big meach she got that sweet peach looking like her ass bleach top five Never could get nice. So, in that last take, you're able to hear the middle of the track being attenuated. So, I'm going to play it now for you, but a cappella. So, you're really going to hear that vocal being driven in the middle. Boosted at 10 DB at 650 Hertz. So this you can hear it just giving that effect Normally, I'll use this if I want to put um, a vocal in a small effect or put it in a telephone effect I'll use this so I'll just give you a chance to hear how that sounds now I bring the whips out shorty know what this bout cuz when she get on top of me She never want to dismount I never decrease Feeling like I'm Big Meech She got that sweet peach Looking like her ass bleach Top 5 president Never could get impeached So there you have it It's all about removing the frequencies you want to remove Half the time when you're an engineer And you're an experienced engineer You're not gonna make moves just for the sake of it You're gonna do it because the song actually needs it And this is a true case of that This song really didn't need any EQ in the middle of this vocal um so i boosted it just to let you hear that um how it sounds attenuated okay as we discussed you can remove a lot of room resonances with filtering and EQing, such as a high pass filter using a high pass filter is a great way to remove some room rumble um, that may be experienced when recording and the microphone the mid-range is where you get a lot of your clarity in your song it's going to be the body of your song it's going to be where the speaker is going to hit right in the middle of the listener so this is a place of the song that if it's not um, a place that is messed up or it sounds bad you may want to leave it where it is and just you know have it stay um, centered and have everything else built around it because if you take a lot of db out of that center the middle you'll get a lot thinner vocal Make sure you use a narrow Q or bandwidth, depending on the EQ you're using, just to remove those frequencies that you don't want from your mix. At the end of the session that you have, you'll have a professional sounding mix because you followed these simple steps. So. This next section I wanna go over something I think is very interesting and this is uh, a few of the top tier EQ plugins to obtain for your DAW. Um, you need a few eqs to be a complete engineer uh, different eqs or or tools for each unique scenario you know some gonna develop into your favorites you should use them for each unique step for example if you need to cut frequencies you're gonna probably go to the same type of eqs um, and then when you want to boost you're gonna pull up different ones you know things of that nature same way when you decide to add frequencies you should grab the same eqs like the pull tech again I'm gonna go into some of those and the reason why is you're gonna be familiar with the harmonics of that EQ so you know how it normally sounds when you add shapes so you're gonna to want to go to that normally again when you're adding sounds or harmonics to your, your EQ in generally though you could think of two types of EQ uses it's reductive which is taking away frequencies and then ad- additive which is adding frequencies Broadly speaking, precision and flexibility of digital EQs are well suited for detailed work necessary for reductive EQ. So, while the flavor and warmth of analog emulation EQs are nice for an additive boost, the digital ones are better so for example if you have an eq and um you know it it lets you zoom in really close and you can you know pick and dial into the frequencies that one is very good to cut with because you know you can find frequencies that um may you know rely on different rooms right so you're going to use that one to be more exact and then you have one with a wider range because you just want to sweep and just add more top-end sheen Or, you know, this sounds a little muddy, so you wanna remove some of that around 200. You know, you don't need to be that exact. You kinda know the space or the area where you wanna remove. So that's kinda how that works. So let's keep moving, and we're gonna get into some of the elite EQs, some of our favorites um, at the podcast. So our podcast today is sponsored by the Max Michaels Artist Development Program. If you're an up-and-coming artist who wants to learn how to make $4,000 a month as an unsigned artist, email your name and one song to LLC at gmail.com. They'll give you one complimentary feedback and solutions to start making money with your music. Max Michael's Artist Development Program gives you the tools and education to make money and gain real supporters with your music. They set plans, budgets, target goals reaching your target audience and defining the differences between reaching your audience and engaging with your audience email your name and one song to max michaels llc at gmail.com let's get back to it nice so for this next section we're going to go over a few eqs that we really like These are not sponsorships, but again, these are EQs that we find are really cool. um, Ones that we like to use in our mixes, ones that you can go to as well. um, And we're going to recommend these to you. So let's start with the Fab Filter Pro Q. This EQ is a really good EQ. I see a lot of uh, newer engineers going to this one they even call it your go-to sound shaping tool so that's kinda how they're marketing this EQ It has a really nice um, interface so it's the visualization is really cool on this one Um, that way you can see what's going on as you're mixing you can build a killer mix with practical new features Uh, building a top draw mix with Pro-Q is easy thanks to new features uh, benefit from Dolby Atmos support Auto gain now includes channel weighting and estimated dynamic gain correction, resulting in better overall gain adjustments, so um, essentially FAB Pro-Q is a dynamic EQ, it also has a little bit of compression built in it, so once you find those frequency ranges that you're trying to attenuate, boost, or cut, it also has compression to it so it can control it because music is not flat. And EQs are flat how you use them. My EQ just takes off the sound directly and it just removes it the entire song. You might want that space to kind of get removed at certain parts, you know, just a little bit. So that's where that uh, dynamics can come in and help you a lot. This EQ can sound transparent or analog alike. Um, It has a change and switch, it says. It's an analog equalizer. Um, but it also has digital um, capabilities as well. So again, this EQ is really adjustable, really cool. Some other features say a comprehensive EQ, Fab uh, filter plugin. Um, it has a brick wall limiter that's pretty cool. I guess it, you know if something is uh, you know clipping, you can use it for that. Improve EQ band men- menu to make dynamic uh, invert gain and per bid mid side and left right mode to allow you to EQ your mixer more precision so it does have mid side uh, EQ chaining as well which is really cool again that's a great way to clean up your mixes uh, we'll cover that in some further sections and our upcoming shows so again this overall it's a really cool EQ in my opinion I think that's a really good one um, you guys should check that one out So the next EQ we have is the API 550B. It's a versatile, you can set frequencies that work for many records over the decades. You know, people have long been using API models. Um, This is a great EQ. I'm going to pull up some of the uh, benefits of it. So it's modeled on a late 1960s legend, the API 550 EQ, and the B provides reciprocal and repeatable equalization at 15 points in five steps of boost divided in three overlapping ranges. It's low and high frequency ranges are individually selectable and either peaking or shelving and a high band pass filter can inserted in independently of all other settings. This EQ is great. It's uh, already has a lot of ranges already dialed in on there. Um, I I've used this EQ as well. It has a really great leveling effect. So if your vocals clipping, it has auto gain built in it too. So again, it's it's really actually you know matching it and EQing at the same time. Really great one. It's made by Waves. Um, I think this one is really it's really inexpensive too. They always have it on sale. Uh, check their website out, uh, Grade EQ. You want to check that out. If you want to, if you're looking for that vintage sound, I would say check this one out. So the next EQ on the list is the Waves SSL G Equalizer. Uh, this is a great one if you're looking for that vintage sound. It is based on the legendary SL Four Thousand series console. Um, again, this console has been around for decades, so this sound is is going to give you that true color and character that you know that we're all familiar with in a lot of hit pop records if that's the genre that you're looking to recreate. Um, some of the benefits, it's the EQ. Again, it's modeled after the SSL G series. That's, again, that's essentially why you're using this. Um, it's, it, it does normal cutting and boosting just like any other EQ. It's not really you know intricate, but again, you're getting that sound, shape, and color. Um, you're getting to shape your sound with this. And again, it's developed under the license of SSL. It's not much to say. It's just a really solid EQ. It's trustworthy, and it gets the job done. The next eq that we have is the cambridge eq it's a high-end analog console style eq and it has five bands of switchable parametric or shelving eq and two high and low pass filters Um, um, has a really great sound Uh, this one has been around for a while it's developed by uad um, they make really great high-end plugins. Um, you may need an Apollo to use this one um, So it depends on the uh, interface that you have but again uh, some of the benefits filters work at high frequencies without oversampling. parametric section controls emulate popular high-end analog consoles um, and again, that, that's a key to a lot of EQs that you use. If it emulates a console from uh, from the, the the popular records, it's gonna sound good because these records are what we've been used to over the years. And the last EQ I wanna cover is the Trusted Pultec EQ. Um, this is a really great EQ. Um, a lot of rap records use it. It's really good on again, pop records again. This type of EQ, it's really unique because it has the ability to boost and cut the same exact frequency at the same time. Um, and if you use it, you'll you'll notice that it says boost and um, attenuate, and then you just turn the knobs. And then again, you can see you know which one you want to you know how you want to adjust it. But a really great EQ. It really has a nice shine to it. A lot of different brands make this. Waves make it. Um, Apple has one in their stock. Um, again you can get this from different brands and companies but you know the way to recognize it it just has the different knobs and then it has double shifts Um, as well on there so again you want to use this on any pop or lead vocals when you want to just give it that upper shine so um, just play around with different eqs the different um, ways you can you know mix a song obviously but what you want to do is use ones that sound special to you ones that make the record sound and fit exactly what you're trying to do whether it's cutting or boosting whether it's a dynamic eq or additive uh, eq and you want to choose the right one um, this has been The Nudge, where we take things one step at a time, mix by mix, track by track, decibel by decibel. I'm your host, Mark Papers, Senior Engineer at MPE, Mobile Production Engineers. Call or text 888-90-MPE now to get started. We got you with the sauce, podcast mixing, music mixing, mastering, vocal tuning, beat mixing, plus much more. You already know. Holla